All right, folks, happy new year. If you're listening, this is Jamie and Amar from Pipeline Signals, and this is the Get More at Bats podcast. Thanks for joining us. It's a new year, 2024. Jamie, I hope you're excited. The only thing that's left behind from 2023 is the beard, which I don't know how long it's going to stick around, but it's the only thing that's here. So, All right. so folks, 2024 has started. If you're, yeah. <laughs> If you're listening as an account executive or the sales leader of an account executive, it's super important that you hear us out. The majority of the job changes that are going to happen this year are going to happen in Q1. We're sitting at the start of a major, major avalanche. And you can take advantage of this avalanche by opening double, triple, up to five, six X the amount of doors that you traditionally open at any other time in the year. This is it. And that's just not my opinion. That's the facts. That's the data. So just a quick primer. People, especially people that are directors, VPs, and C-levels, and anyone with titles that are senior like that, over 50% of them will switch jobs in Q1 of this year. And secondly, these folks are chomping at the bits to evaluate and validate their existing solution set. Meaning that if you're a vendor that's trying to displace or get in the door, they're much more open to talking to you now than at any other time in the year. All right. So that said, Jamie, what are your thoughts on this? And can you give actual tangible advice on what reps can do to start opening doors based on this data. For anybody that's been following us for years, you might roll your eyes at my response, but uh, I was just at a sales kickoff in Barcelona and I drew this diagram and I'm gonna draw it for you. I realize that some of you are listening in the car, so I'm going to talk it through, but some of you are watching on YouTube. This was a concept that we invented 10 years ago, called it the sphere of influence. If you hired me today, as an account executive on your team, the very first thing that I would do, I would march into the head of customer success's office or my counterpart as a CSM that serves my territory, my vertical, whatever it is. And I would say, I want you to tell me your top five happiest, best customers that we're serving right now. And here's what we do. I've got a sheet of paper. What I want you to do is take a circle or make a circle on a sheet of paper and I want you to write the logo or draw the logo of our happy, successful customer. So you may notice that I like drinking out of Yeti water bottles. I've got one right in front of me. So what I've done is I have drawn Yeti in the center of a sheet of paper. So that's your happy customer. I want you to picture and then ask yourself, who cares about the fact that we work with Yeti? Well, the people that would care are people that up and leave I'm going to write the word past. They up and leave Yeti and they go to one of three other companies. They go to another customer of ours that might unlock a new division, a new department and so forth. Number two, they'll go into a prospect account, an account we're actively trying to go after. They might already be in our pipeline coverage. There might be an open opportunity there. We just haven't won the deal. And now it strengthens that opportunity. And then number three is the Greenfield account. It's the account that looks just like Yeti, never made it in its in our database, 
We haven't marketed them, but they would be an ideal fit. So maybe it's not Igloo Cooler, their number one competitor as an example, but it might be a packaged good that is bought alongside them in the same sort of store. And now all of a sudden, I am telling the story of Yeti water bottle to those that actually could relate to it, would care, and have past experiences. You are much more likely to open that door than you are just randomly going through the phone book and picking accounts. Account selection of the most importance. That's where I would start, number one. So with that, um, the next play that I would run the next play is I would then take the market that you're going after. So I'd look at all the accounts that matter to you. And I'd specifically be watching for the job change of CXOs in those companies. Uh, I'd be looking at that right away. Because in the first 100 days, when an executive takes a new job, they're going to be thinking through, okay, I need new people, process, technology. I'll give you an example. I was just in Barcelona at a sales kickoff. The chief revenue officer named Jamie, he was a customer of ours in the past at UserZoom. And then all of a sudden he gets to a new business. And even before he was hired there, he called us and he said, I'm bringing in the old band. I'm bringing in the sales training vendors that I've worked with. I'm bringing in my past employees. They're all going to be there ready to go. And that's what he did. First 100 days, he went and acquired budget and then he started executing. This is your opportunity to do so, to get there early, plant the seeds of inception so that the fact can actually move forward. So those are the two ideas. This is going to be a short podcast. It actually looks like we're having kind of internet issues. I'm going to call Amar back. So hopefully you heard me on this. Those are the two places I would be starting right away. I'd reverse engineer my customers for past customers. Number two, I'd be looking at every job change and engaging them in the first 30 to 100 days on the job in 2024, you will open doors. So with that, this is Jamie Shanks, the Get More At Bat podcast. My guest and star, Amar, I don't know, it might've been having internet issues, but please like and subscribe to this podcast. We wanna be able to grow it with you to help you get more at-bats as an account-based seller. Thanks a lot.